All right, Token Smart Podcast, episode 17. Actually, you guys don't know this. There's a there's a mystery episode 16 that we're easy will be broadcasting live uh, with a surprise guest after this one is broadcast on Tuesday. We're we're switching to uh, the the first release will be live on Tuesday, and then the public release will drop it on Wednesday morning or something like that. So then we'll have the surprise episode afterwards. So cool week to to talk about and, and wrap up and multiple cool weeks coming up before we uh, are actually talking about taking a, a little bit of a breather for a week, three weeks out. So uh, back with my dudes, Trislet and Matthew, uh, another really fun week. Uh, whip, weep. <laughs> another really fun whip to <laughs> to catch up on, and uh, and really dope stuff coming up this week that we sort of act, we have actually have a meeting coming up after this to figure out what the hell we're gonna do and try and pull this thing off that we're working on. So, but this this week we uh, tried something new with the uh, a lot of money having it uh, having having the weep at the a lot of money build and a scavenger hunt there afterwards. It was our first sponsored event and. From everything I've gathered, uh, all the feedback that I've heard, it seemed like people had a really, really good time. Uh, there, there were, as always, some audio issues that were forever, you know, playing whack-a-mole with. But uh, in the grand scheme of things, it was a very well-attended event. We had eight people who completed the scavenger hunt successfully. Uh, a lot of people who tried, a few people who complained about the wording of the questions. But I'm like, you know, it's a fucking scavenger hunt it's not supposed to be like you know tic-tac-toe or just, you know, something easy uh so eight people did finish it bartleby took away the car and uh and it was a good time and, and we got another good experiment coming up uh what what have you guys seen what was the fallout from the this past week's whip that, that you guys saw you know on my side i was trying I got caught up in the technical side of things again because I was trying to run with the uh, that live Twitch feed while also managing the audio stuff. So I think some of the, I heard there were some issues and it was I was trying to monitor it, but at a certain point I ran out of ears to listen to what each output was telling me. <laughs> Dude, your computer setup was legit. Can you like please describe to our audience the picture that you sent us afterwards? Oh, yeah, because I was trying to funnel things and I was trying to test it. Yeah, I had my laptop hooked up to two extra monitors because each monitor I had one that was... I had OBS running on one with my separate cable set up on another so I could make sure it was routing the audio to the right endpoint because I had Discord feeding into OBS directly so I could record it while it was also feeding into CryptoVoxels using the boombox piece. So I was trying to monitor both in a different browsers so I could make sure it was working. And I had another laptop on the side that I was, I had the Twitch feed up on and I was also logged into CryptoVoxels as a, as a secondary avatar so I could try to listen to what was happening on both. I was noticing I was jumping back and forth between them and then I left the Twitch feed up for a while so everything sounded like it was great. And then I started hearing, oh no, in CV people are hearing the audio but they're not hearing the speakers i'm like what the hell <laughs> so then i started having to churn off services to try to see what they were talking about and then i had to refresh the boom box a couple times to make it work it was yeah i think eventually i had four screens all feeding back info with a headset and my speakers as well as my oculus rift because i just leave it plugged in because the kids like to play on it so 
that gave me another microphone to test with. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is a little ridiculous. Like I should have, I think if I had had more time, I could have probably been a little cleaner with it, but I kind of figured out that day that we needed to mess with it. So it was sort of last minute throw together sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. I definitely yeah. had at one point the kids came down cause they wanted to ask me a question. I don't remember what, but they came down the minute they saw it, like everything happening and me looking at all the screens. Like, it's just like that meme where the little kid runs out of the hallway and immediately turns around and scoots back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, first off kudos to you Chisley for doing double duty because I mean, the context of why you had to have like a million and 10 screens running simultaneously was because uh, our boy Dragonate uh, had some router problems. He's been suffering from some internet slowness in his neck of the woods. So he's waiting on a new router that he should have received, I think today. But because of his uh, janky connection, we felt like it would not be the best play to have him try to connect everyone and risk just disconnecting everyone in the process. So that's how it felt to Trislet to do that double duty. And I mean, yeah, it, things fall through the cracks when you have to do too many things. I think we had some lessons learned it, right before the whip. We had a really successful test with the boom box though. Yeah. I've never heard in-world audio sound that good. Um, the range that people are able to hear the in-world audio from when it's working is like pretty surprising. So I just think heading into the next whip this week when we'll have Drago Nate back on board to fully dedicate himself to manning the boom box and perhaps like getting a few spotters who are just like one person would be just in discord monitoring the situation with audio and one person in world kind of like giving um, either Trislet or Drago Nate like thumbs up or thumbs down or just reaching out if there's problems that kind of like uh, arise so that we can handle them like ASAP. Aside from that Man, like the feedback in the guest book was surprisingly awesome. Uh, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, right? But folks were really happy with the speakers that we had, Mintbase, NiftyFi, uh, Peter Pan from Metacartel and VentureDAO, and Leighton from Pool Together. People love that from what I read. They were great speakers, and then, like four out yeah. of four. Yeah, like I nailed it out the park. And then followed that up with an awesome game uh, that Rizzle had set up over at the the Voxel Towers uh, of a lot of monies. And we had the the first sponsored host in Alada. And from what I gather from him talking with him about it post-event, like he was super happy with what happened. There's so much awesome attention um, about the event, uh, written up about it on Twitter. Like it was great. And it's just like um, there wasn't that much that we had to do ahead of time. Like we have a lot of processes. We have a lot of like um, just like the whip is pretty modularized in a lot of things. We have Trippy doing the pregame. We have the speakers. And then we have like this nice clean uh, post whip event. And they all kind of like lock into place uh, pretty well. And last week, it was just a great example, I think, of that. Outside of but buttoning up these smaller details, I think that's, it was a great event and a great spotlight on what folks can start to expect um, heading forward with the uh, the sponsored hosts, the more detailed after parties and stuff like that. So yeah, that was yeah, awesome. Yeah, I agree that it was the, the speakers really made it this week. Like no matter what we did, like what was being talked about, what they were doing was probably would have you know taken precedent over any 
technical issues we probably ran into thinking back now well the the other thing that was really nice was that ben fixed the sharding issue from the previous week sending people into yep. various dimensions after we hit a certain audience cap or whatever and and so it was nice to see like pretty much 80 people you know give or take five from start to finish like rocking in in world uh the the entire time and roughly yeah yeah, concurrently, and roughly 45-50 stuck around for a decent chunk of the after party. Solid participation in the uh, in the game. I think we had like something like 25-30 submissions uh, for the scavenger hunt. And uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? I, I don't know. I mean, it was, it was just a really clean thing from start to finish. And, uh, oh, I was just going to say another like grip of people in Discord. I didn't make my way over to twitch to see what uh attendance was like over there but it it is it does feel good to pull off a pretty clean event stick the numbers uh stick the landing with the numbers everybody's happy uh despite a couple hiccups and uh and now we we move on to to cool stuff coming up we got a lot of cool stuff coming up i we were sharing links with each other for this thing but uh matthew i know you've been in contact with hidden forces as i have been as well but maybe you have a little bit more recently trying to figure out our next big field trip for this coming week and it should be one of our uh coolest ones yet or at least one of the ones i'm most exciting for do you want to fill people in on what we're cooking up yeah man our post whip event this week will be our first metaverse field trip so we're going to be going from crypto voxels over to the brand new token smart building uh, Mozilla Hubs for the uh, world premiere grand unveiling of the collaborative work between uh, Hidden Forces and Tom Eric Smith. Uh, they have a, a MP4 NFT that they're going to share with the world and the WIP audience uh, first and foremost on Thursday this week. So we're, this is huge, man. Um, it's This is going to show the power of the what we're building and the audience that is like stoked on our events to not just have a singular event in a singular uh, blockchain-based VR world, but we're going to take things over to like a just pure VR world uh, in Mozilla Hubs and the new build we have there um, to share some really cool, cool, interesting, um, creative work of two really exciting crypto artists in this space. Dude, I'm I'm really excited, and this is where we need Trizlet because uh, Trizlet, how the hell do we do that? <laughs> because <laughs> uh, obviously we need to we need to get this mp4 to play we need to figure out there's i believe a max of 25 people in world the rest are going to be able to view the event from i assume a camera angle we have to place somewhere or maybe there's like a default or something but anyway jim was like getting lost in there and then threatened to like make me get lost in there if he couldn't figure it out and we're going to put our heads together but we were like yo we need trislet to figure out what the hell we're doing here uh how how <laughs> Trislet, how difficult or not difficult do you feel like it will be to pull something like what we've just described off that we've obviously committed to assuming we'll be able to i think we can do it but uh for real like do you have i know you have more experience than the rest of us in in this uh what what have you seen on your end i mean hubs is a really good choice to try real quick because they 
their audio tools are really good, you know, and things like that. So I feel like, because there's a couple other platforms I can think of that might throw a lot more wrenches <laughs> into the works for that mm -hmm. one. You know, it's not insurmountable, but it's hubs is, you know, a good first choice. Cause I mean, I feel like our, our biggest obstacle is going to make, be making sure people who are sitting, watching what we're doing, follow us over there. You know, the actual technical sides of things. Like I think what I, what I've got feeding to, studio for the twitch out you know output stuff like that yeah. i have a feeling that'll probably just work i think we'll need to run some tests on that but i like i think the technical aspects not that crazy to overcome but getting people to follow us because uh, we have noticed that for the field trips we do that you know and you like sometimes when i leave the cameras there i i see there's still a bunch of people left at the earlier place so either they checked out they're not paying attention or maybe they don't they didn't see everybody leaving because there's something with you know it's not updating and showing where all the other avatars are i don't really know what's going on so i mean if if we're able to say get 80 people at the cv with and then the after party has half of those people show up in hubs i'd call that a success <laughs> i mean it's a, it's a link click through right i I'm, I'm less worried about that than everybody showing up and we can't get like the mp4 to run or like you know the 25 people get into the world and and then the rest of the people can't figure out how to watch or or i mean I, maybe that's we're essentially saying the same thing if people like you know click the link and then can't figure out what to do from there we need to like break it down for people very simple uh simply but it is pretty simple right i, I mean yeah, well, you know i i feel like that's that simple. that's what a lot of people don't you know who haven't played in these other applications and stuff but they don't realize like why I say hubs is a good choice is because it's browser based like CV is. And I know Ben pushes that a lot. You know, it's like the reason CV is so good is because it's browser based and you might not realize why that's important until you try, you know, something like Somnium space, which admittedly is amazingly well detailed. The graphics are crazy, but it's all client based. So, you know, with some of the same caveats that come from, you know, if you're a video game player who likes to play old games on newer computers and, oh, this doesn't work right. And it's like, well, it's technical why it doesn't work, right? It's like how you can't expect everybody to have the mental fortitude to stick with you while you uninstall drivers, manipulate the launchers and make it work. That's why the browser-based stuff is so slick and cool. So I think jumping yeah. from CV to hubs won't be a big deal, but I think once we have that cleared out and we start moving on because the whole point of this is to try to integrate everything. Right. And like, like I've, I've worked quite a bit into central land stuff and things like that. And that works well sometimes and other times it doesn't, you know, and sometimes when it doesn't, it's, it becomes a IT troubleshooting thing. Just like when you call up your help desk at work, right. <laughs> and not everybody wants to deal with that, especially when we're all trying to have fun. And so I think yeah. that's what we're going to run into in the future, but I'm not as worried with hubs, but again, we I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking, you know, out my ass. We need it. And once testing comes, we'll see how oh, this isn't as easy as I'm thinking. <laughs> so, I mean, having been to that Metaverse Makers meetup or the M-Cubed meetup that Jin hosts um, periodically in hubs, like they have no problem playing presentations, um, videos, which, I mean, I'm not sure of the file type. I imagine they've probably played some MP4s in my presence. It just seems to be like, and they're they're swapping through multiple presentations and multiple speakers. All we need to do is make sure that we have one MP4 queued up, and we click play at the optimal time. Um, so 
it feels like as long as we seems like we can handle bearings that. <laughs> yeah yeah like as long as we know how to actually get that stuff up and like the screen showing for folks like that's okay and then like to Trisla's point it's really important for us to take like the lessons learned from our previous field trips in CV. And let's say like we have multiple waves where I head over to, or we make sure we're all in hubs like digitally to begin with, but our avatars are in CV such that like I head over and I, I lead like whoever follows me first. There's like a middle wave where Rizzle then makes sure that like another group of another batch of people funnel into hubs. And then like Trislet brings up the like virtual rear and make sure that like any other stragglers that may just be coming back to their desktops after like getting a cup of coffee or or whatever, a uh, glass of kombucha, like they make their way into hubs, right? Um, I think that logistical issue is like the most important, um, but like we're pretty well prepared from for all technical and logistical aspects from what we've done so far. Yeah, and I, I feel like our team is. I think our our team is better. Talk. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We've been able to work out most of the weird stuff, and we've. I feel like the people we've brought on board with us too. I mean, it's made it so when we do run into weird issues, we usually can jump. You know get it righted fairly quickly so that's i'm less concerned with that now which is great at least in cv i don't know we'll we'll see what hubs throws at us but as <laughs> i definitely think yeah like links it's like oh look there's a link on this wall there's a link on this wall we uh, dump the link in the chat we you know in the original invite you know or the like the twitter talking about the event maybe have the link there you know as well so it's like hey afterwards we're gonna go here so i'm just trying to think like in Whenever I do, I've said before that I work in IT, and it's interesting when you do a maintenance type thing or something large, like, okay, I'm going to send out a notification two weeks before, one week before, the day before, an hour before, 15 minutes before. It's like, geez, why are you blasting us all with emails? I'm like, well, it's funny how half the people never didn't even know it was happening until 15 minutes before. That means you all ignored everything else coming up to this. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> and that's why we like you know blast the whip all over social media like a million times leading up to it because inevitably someone only gets one of those or, or something like that or only pays attention to the last one like right beforehand yeah exactly um, which which is totally i mean that's a human thing right you're like hey i don't see how this affects me directly so i'm kind of only you know i'm too busy doing other things so I guess you can't blame them, but <laughs> when you're trying to get them to move, present some funny issues. Well, hopefully people get a heads up listening to this podcast. And I feel like our core crew is pretty like flexible and, and down for, you know, stuff like this. If they can figure out how to maneuver through crypto voxels, they can probably figure out how to click this link and everything. It, it would be cool. Does, uh, does, I wonder if Mozilla hubs, I've tagged them on a few of our podcasts where we've, reference them i wonder if they listen and it would be cool in like an upcoming whip uh if we host one in mozilla hubs to have like someone from the mozilla hubs community or team or whatever on the whip to talk about their end of things because i'm sure they have like a slightly different reach and audience than we do do you, do you guys communicate with anyone from I, I feel like the only person i know like really really outside of like our thing that is involved in other spaces like that is Jin, and he's always like my go-to person um do you guys know anyone like from mozilla hubs themselves because 
we also got, which we should talk about, is the Decentraland build coming up uh, that we got a sneak peek of that we'll be able to host in. And it would be cool to have some of those guys on the whip, like DCL Blogger or something, when we inevitably do like a Decentraland whip. Um, but I don't, I don't know the Mozilla Hubs people. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm in their Discord and I've talked to some of the people, but I don't really, I wouldn't say I know them, you know, or do much over there because I haven't really been involved too much over there. But, but they're the, a lot of the developers there seem to be fairly active in their Discord, so it's not a bad place to go and at least drop a link and say, hey, this is happening. You know, should we be watching out for anything in particular that you guys have run into in the past? Maybe that's a good. I can run with that actually because I'd like to know what we might run into. As far as Decentraland and things like that, I mean, I'm involved with Decentraland as well, so I, I, I know quite a few of the people there, and I talk to them. The same thing. It's We just need to, as long as we know what to expect or potentially what you know could go wrong, then we can set up a way to fix it or catch it before it blows up on us. So the token smart build that Crypto Motors team, uh, Voxel Architects, is working on in Decentraland is crazy. I didn't really, wasn't privy to the back end uh, planning when Jim was working on it with them and everything. Uh, but I, I, I shot you a peak Trislet uh, if you if you open your email and I know Matthew had seen it last night when we were looking at it, a ton of like the renderings and sketches and everything. And it is, I don't even know what you'd call it. It looked, the first thing I thought of when I saw it, I was like, this is the Ghostbusters building from like the first Ghostbusters movie, just like that massive building on the corner. Uh, I don't even know, what was the, what was the name of it? Uh, it was the old firehouse in the first Ghostbuster one, right? It was a decrepit. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the second one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I, just, I just thought Ghostbusters right away, but it's a pretty epic build in the inside. I mean, you know, the Crypto Motor Squad, man, they don't really do anything half-ass and it's, everything you would expect from them and this is just sort of like a rough draft that they showed us you gotta get dragged to the coals for your uh your nerd knowledge though on the not knowing the ghostbusters stuff but <laughs> it does look like <laughs> it's inspired by the bradbury building in los angeles i guess yeah it's i'm stoked to hold any kind of event over there the crowd that we can get in the that first floor with the uh the stage it's going to be an awesome experience to pack that um, because I mean, at least as far as I know, still because of the sharding, how it works in DCL, like I think it's like 25 people max um, still per shard, which is like super small, oh. but yeah, that first floor, like it's perfect for that. Like you'll have like a nice crowd down there and then other folks can be like interspersed throughout like the other levels and stuff like that. I'm sure they're going to uh, increase those, um shard levels heading forward but shard with the d but well, so, that's, that's so what happens question. let's say we have a whip in dcl uh mm -hmm. like obviously if we have the whip in mozilla hubs there's a 25 person cap everybody else watches essentially if you have it in dcl people get essentially ported to like a parallel dimension right so is there like some sort of like way for the speaker to stay the speaker across dimensions or what you know what i mean like obviously that's an important role to for everybody to be able to see cross shards yeah as far as i know like you can see like if you someone had a presentation up right like that sh that state would be shared across shards but the the actual avatar of the speaker like in my past experiences like when i was in dcl and then i had to like reload uh, I didn't see the speakers like after reloading. Yeah. So like that's kind of a little bit janky right now. 
you know, I'm looking at the pictures for this. Uh, yeah, this building. This is a see what you mean. But I think that uh, more like the Ghostbusters, hotel. Ghostbusters, right? I think, yeah, more like the the outside looks like their building, but the inside looks like the hotel where they had to fight Slimer in the movie. There you go. See, I knew <laughs> I knew something screamed Ghostbusters at me. Like Slimer should be lurking. Uh. <laughs> we should animate it and add him in. Well, same thing. The outside actually at first got me thinking of a Wreck-It Ralph climbing up the front, smashing windows. Man, we could add all kinds of animations on this. <laughs> right? It's it's really... It, it seems, like, gigantic. I assume the parcels aren't, like, a standard size in DCL. Is this, like, an exceptionally large, like, build uh, vertically or horizontally? Or is this, like, a pretty standard parcel for that area or whatever? I, I'm not in DCL too, too much. Yeah, it's pretty, looks big, pretty big. Yeah. It looks fucking gigantic. When I was looking at it, I'm like, what... And and it's like what like eight stories tall or like ten stories tall or something. Um, I don't know. Maybe my imagination isn't like uh, working for me right now. I'm just like, what the hell are we gonna do with like all this space and like all this room? Uh, and I guess the answer is fill it with cool shit <laughs> or projects or, or whatever. It'll be cool to see the the end result. I don't I don't know what the times table is on that, but it is cool to start doing these like cross world things. And I I wonder. I don't know, like of all these places, where do you think like our native, like most core audience is going to inevitably live? You feel like they'll travel or you feel like they'll be like, uh, you know, yeah, sort of like our band of nomads or like living mostly on Discord or or where where does the whip end up? Did I totally see the core audience remaining at CryptoVoxels for the foreseeable future until like, until and if another viable competitor steps up like that checks all the boxes in terms of uh, builder freedom, like uh, just general, like artistic, creative uh, liberty and overall good vibes and ease of access to connect. Like CV is, is everything right now. Uh, they're just ironing out a few minor issues uh, in the grand scheme of things. And like with Ben, especially paying more attention, being able to sync up with him every week after the event, um, to talk like it's what worked, huge. what didn't. It's huge. Like even last week, one of the possible reasons why audio may have not worked is because like someone may have tried to like get onto the boom box when Trislet wasn't looking, right? So this week he's going to add the ability for us to, as long as any of the registered addresses, uh, it'll only, you can only interact with the boom box if you have a, a pre-registered Ethereum address uh, logged into the, the build. So that's going to like future proof any potential like hacking or um, finagling with the boom box by other people who like maybe have something, some more malicious uh, motives at heart. So again, like I, I see everything keep we're staying at and, and yeah. uh, centering around crypto voxels. Yeah. You know, from... you can't see four monitors simultaneously, man. Like what the, <laughs> what the hell, you. dude. You know, it's, it's one of those. I haven't, the whole reason, because I've been, I've been with, I've been in the crypto voxels, you know, community for years at this point. I, you know, then the whole thing that's kept me there is Ben and the development and the community that builds up around. But the whole, the only reason the community builds up has built up like it has and the type of people are there is because I feel like they feel like they're getting heard when they have complaints, mm -hmm. when they have issues, they want to see a change. Like the main developer comes right in and either says, wow, that's a good idea. Or I don't agree with you because, you know, that sort of feedback, that's what, I mean, 
I don't really know how a competitor could come up at this point that has that same level. It's even the currently existing projects that are in the space don't have that, that same thing going for them, you know? So like, I like Decentraland. I like some of the, that's, you know, some of the stuff they've got and some of the options, but it's not the same thing. You know, it's they're They've already grown so large that like there is their agile development thing is not, you know, it's months, you know, potentially years to see massive changes that you want to see. It's not, whereas Ben will come on and be like, that's a good idea. And then an hour later you have it. (laughs) I don't, I I have no clue how you can, how how do you, yeah. How do you fight that? Right. If you were at this point, it's like, not everybody sees it the same way, but I'm sort of seeing CV is like the early sort of Facebook, like growing in and like taking over everything else. Like nobody else has a chance to compete. Right. (laughs) Really? Yeah. No, I, I can see that, man. I'm astounded at the scale of the Decentraland operation and the size of the amount of people who are able to be on the same parcel at the same time. 25 is like nothing. And uh, given the opportunity to like battle audio issues and have 80 people there concurrently or like have 25 people there with, with like clean audio and everyone's split up like cross parcels and have to deal with all that shit. Uh, I, I don't know. I, to me, that seems like uh, something that should have been taken into consideration out of jump. And I, I don't know anything about like the developer end of things or whatever, but uh, anything trying to grow at scale, I'm like 25 people is in certainly is in scale and is almost like a deterrent to hold things there. Because I feel like if, if you can only fit, we're, we're guaranteed to bring, you know, call it 75 people uh, to an event or whatever, I, I feel like we would have to explain to our core audience that, you know, what's going to happen, why you might not see the speakers, like why it may seem like not a lot of people are there, even though a lot of people are there. It's like a really weird, like dynamic that uh, I'm very happy that we do have the open conversation with Ben going so he could like sort of hear our concerns and hook us up. Uh, with a larger cap on it and uh, I don't know none of these platforms are perfect and I guess we can't expect them to be but I'm like damn 25 is, uh, I, was it was it originally 50 or something I feel that number was in my head before maybe that's just what crypto voxels was dialed back to at one point I don't I don't really yeah, maybe know 25 or 50 but it's it's super super small so like don't quote me quote me but it's ridiculously small for what we'll bring to to Decentraland, and there would be that dissonance between like expectations and what people are seeing. Um, so that's like just in the planning phase for what we bring, what we do actually end up bringing over to Decentraland. It's just one of those design um, fat or design uh, limitations that we need to constantly bear in mind. Yeah, that's well, it's yeah, like like Rizzle, you were saying, it's like from a developer perspective, I can see where it's like, you know, the reason this works so cleanly is because this number is, you know, we've we're tuned everything to only allow up to 25 people at a piece, you know, it's like, that's why it works so well. I'm like, that's great and all, but the people who, you know, just want to hold an event and don't want to deal with the backend stuff, like they don't want to hear that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I realize it makes it easier and make sure everything works well, but for a non-technical person, they, that, who cares? <laughs> I don't care what issues you're running into, make it work, right? <laughs> so it's in, it's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic because you are fighting. Like, there's a lot of non-developers who want to do this. A lot of artists don't have the time, you know, or inclination to delve into it too much, which is fine. You provide tools so they don't need to, right? But 
to expect him to have to deal with that side and you know do it or don't use my toy is <laughs> it's not a, i don't know i don't think it's a very good way to push the whole ecosystem forward the whole idea is to take roadblocks out of people's way right not throw more out because it's easier on your end yeah i i definitely prefer the the, the less perfect product with m- less roadblocks uh, is is certainly my preference so we're in CryptoVoxels. Obviously, this week we'll take the field trip over to Mozilla Hubs afterwards, and uh, I guess we'll do this art unveiling, and maybe we'll give people like a little tour of uh, the spot. And uh, it's got a recording studio for podcasts, so we can uh, do some interesting things in there and uh, the listening parties and stuff. Uh, so it'll be cool to drag people over to that and show them around. I wonder if we can get like a camera, like for the people who have to watch, like sort of following someone around or something. If we could give some sort of, you know, it actually just popped into my head would be really interesting as if I pre set up a, another camera in the hubs one. And then we had it. So when people needed to go to the field trip, we maybe flick the token smart lounge, like stage or something we had, we switched to the Twitch feed there. So anybody who didn't want to leave CV could just watch our hubs meetup and on Twitch. Yes, dude. Just keep piling that, monitors on top it. of monitors. <laughs> yes, I'll just add another computer to the side here to make that happen. But yeah, but just thinking, uh, like, yeah, you don't need cool, to man. follow us if you don't want. You can watch it still. That's <laughs> that's actually a great idea. Yeah, just just stream it right into the CryptoVoxels, and some people w- could just stay put if they don't get in or or whatever. Um, Matthew, who we got coming up this week? Uh, aside from the art unveiling, what's uh, you sent me this? I, I know we got sort of like a running list of people who are down to do it, and who have we whittled it down to this week. Yeah, this week we have a solid lineup. Chip Yogi is going to be on talking about his pregame events, like what goes into that, yeah, significance, meaning behind it. His like his, I'm hoping to hear his long term plans for that, and and. Yeah, I'm just stoked to hear him talk. He's such a deep guy and uh, a beautiful thinker. So we'll lead off with him. And then MC Vandal from Dow Records will be talking about his uh, weekend pop-ups that he's been holding in CV, uh, amongst other things. Uh, Vesa will be coming on. He has a a really epic build uh, public uh, unveiling party on Saturday that he's he's hosting. Um, We're... We have some involvement in there in terms of getting that set up. Um, Dot Records is going to be releasing a new track over there. In the future, he's going to have some sort of auction for like a really groundbreaking way to mint editions. Uh, I'm sure he's going to talk about that. And then, yeah, like you said, and we talked about at the top of the show, Hidden Forces and Tom Eric Smith have that world premiere unveiling of their new work in Hubs. So another solid, solid speaker list this week. Awesome, man. Uh, th- that sounds like a great list of people that I'm truly excited to hear what they have to say. It's crazy, man. I, every time I'm like, you know, I, I feel like we've had so many great speakers. Who are we going to get? And then like, you know, we still have a list of a ton of really interesting people to, that want to get up on stage. It's, it's fucking cool, man. All right, Joe, who we got to hit? Uh, shout out to the Whip crew, obviously. Uh, looking forward to stuffing Dragonate back in a box this week or <laughs> whatever we got to do. <laughs> we don't have to do the box this week. We don't have to do that. Finally. Just for nostalgia's sake, can we just keep him <laughs> in a box? <laughs> no, just kidding. We should have a sign on it saying that. Yeah, Dragonate inside, do not touch. <laughs> right. Or, or like a, we could 
put like a uh, like a plaque on the outside of the box, like leave the box there and just be like Drago Nate's box, like March 2020 to April 2020 or whatever. Dad, all kinds of signs. Do not feed the Dragon Nate. <laughs> <laughs> he will bite. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, anybody else we got to hit? I feel like we uh, pretty much touched on everything this week. Yeah, we can probably throw this out there, um, but it looks like we may be taking a, a little summer vacation the the first week of July. So, I mean, that's still TBD. And I think there's a, a broader conversation to have around like the frequency and cadence of the whip heading forward. Um, what makes sense to everyone. Um, but just throwing it out, it looks like that first week of July is going to be taking a week off. So that means that next week's event will be like, I guess the grand finale for like whatever period of time, like almost six months uh, that the whip has been going so far. So, and that's looking like a banger under Will Shark's going to be there. It looks like we'll probably do a huge event uh, around him. Uh, but then like John Crane from Super Rare is going to be there. Kevin Owaki from Gitcoin is down to hop on the virtual stage. So we're going to have a, a big banger before we go out probably for that that week of vacation for all of us. Wow, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally looking forward to that, man. It'll be very strange to go even just a week without a whip. I feel like that's like anchored my weeks for a very long time now. So uh, we'll, we'll come back uh, with our hair on fire, ready to burn the house down when we uh, get back to it. All right, y'all. Well, I'll let you guys go. Uh, we got to figure out how the hell to pull this thing off, but it sounds like Trislet knows, so thank God. And uh, audience, we will catch you guys on Thursday and uh, see you two in like five minutes when we figure this shit out. <laughs> All right, later, y'all. Later. Later, boys. Mm-hmm.